Hey everybody, welcome to the 10th episode. We finally made it to 10. It took Number us 10, baby. It took us a minute, but it is Thursday, October 11th. We survived a hurricane. My uh, second one of the year, yeah, I might add. Yeah, Tristan is now a full-fledged Weather Channel employee. I'm a storm chaser. Um, I woke up this morning and walked out into a hurricane at 4 a.m. Um, but we're here. We made it. We had kind of a wild two weeks um, in the sports world and our personal sports lives. It's been fun. We're going to dive into it. But the big thing from the weekend that my man Tristan is just itching. He's dying. He's stoically staring out the window right now. I'm staring out into the beautiful fall weather, I might add. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, nice day. But he, he wants to make a few comments on the whole McGregor-Habib fight. And uh, I'm just going to give him the floor, and I'm going to back out of the way for a second. So No, feel free. Feel no, free to, no, 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 no. This is no, your, I insist. This is your I thing. Insist. You, you want to jump into it. I'll, you know what? I'll describe it, and then we'll give... And well, then, there's, I mean... If you didn't see it, I'll be honest with you. What? what how? You, what how, did, how did you I not mean, see it? Let's be honest here. So, um, biggest fight, I wouldn't say in MMA history, but it was the biggest fight in the last, I'd probably say, in the last 10 years, roughly. Probably. When it comes to press. I don't know, the Aldo fight was... When it comes to, now nah, this was bigger, when it came to press and build up, I think. Um, Aldo was pretty big, because yeah. that was the first time somebody stepped up to Jose Aldo, which is like... I could whoop your ass. And did. And, and, and did. Yeah. So, um, no, I think this one was definitely bigger than that. Every every fight he does, it just gets bigger and bigger, no yeah. matter who it is. I mean. Um, this didn't hurt that. That's why I'm curious to see what happens. So, you know, we're here on the Self-Titled Podcast. Myself and Lucas, we are very, very big Conor McGregor fans. Yes. Very big Conor fans. Uh, we had a bottle of Proper 12 with us on Saturday. Hopefully that would bring some good Irish energy into the room and, uh, you know, root our boy on against the Russian bear, the eagle, Habib Nurmagomedov. I did it right the last time. You did it right last episode. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Yeah, I didn't even go I tried try to talk it. too fast. I'm done. Um, ended pretty much. I, I've, I had been saying whenever people asked me what I was, what I thought was going to happen, I was like, look, there's really not a single, I think the only result that would surprise me is a decision uh, in general, no matter who would have won the decision. A yeah. decision would have been the only surprising result. I never, I never thought I was going to go five. I didn't think so either. So, I, and I felt that, I mean, I'm not surprised that Connor lost the way he did. I'm not. It, if he was going to lose, I figured that is how, he wasn't going to lose by ground and pound, I didn't think. He was going to get submitted. And he got submitted the same exact way he did against Nate Diaz. He gave up his back. He does not, he gives up his back, but when he does it, he just, it, when he, it's so, like he, it's like he doesn't think that that's going to happen, which right. to me, and they're the so, most obvious ones. Habib, he took him down first round, didn't really do much. I mean, he tied his legs up, and that was pretty much it. But Connor was sitting up against the fence, didn't spend that much energy. I think Habib spent more keeping him down and you know keeping him tied up, because um, that's that's his that is what he's known for. He's known for becoming turning a 155 pound man into a thousand pounds. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what he's good at. Um, it's first round, whatever. I mean, the, nothing really happened. I didn't think he did kind of, he was moving, trying to work. I'm surprised that Herb Dean didn't stand. Him I up. didn't hear. No, not necessarily stand him up, but I didn't hear him once tell Habib, Hey, you got to start working or I'm going to stand you up. Yeah. I never heard him once step in mm-hmm. on any of that ever. Um, 
the only things I heard him step in on was like Connor had like his toes in the cage and people were bitching and moaning about all that stuff. And he was like apparently grabbing Habib's gloves and whatever. He probably did. It doesn't it really doesn't matter all that much. You can't grab gloves. No, no. Um, so you can only do wrists. Wow. Um, so whatever, that's not a big deal. Second round. It was kind of a little bit more of the same. Connor took some, he took some hits. He, he got in a pretty bad position. He was in Mount. He was, Full mount at one point, uh, taking some shots, and but I don't think there were anything too crazy. No, because he was letting him land. Yeah, he was letting him he swing was, it. He, he was, was letting him swing it, and they were so they looked. And he has powerful ground and pound. Habib does, and there were some. It was absolutely landing. He had a nasty elbow that landed, but it didn't really didn't do all that much. And any other shots that he was throwing, they were deflecting off gloves. They were hitting canvas. So it wasn't really doing much. So that's another round for him. Now they're both starting to get a little tired because Connor at that point, now he's just trying to dodge getting hit yeah. <clears throat> instead of escaping because you try to escape from Habib, your tank goes in half a round. Yeah. Um, third round, I think Connor won personally. I mean, he didn't get taken down. He landed shots. It was. He had it's more, not like he had it was more, super, He had more significant. He had more action. Around. I don't. Yeah. It's not like it was a, a significant win and obvious. But if I had to give it somebody, it would be Connor. And then fourth round, and that's when it just. <clears throat> and like I said, so he gets. Uh, you know, they're standing up. They're kind of trading a little bit. Oh, I completely forgot the absolute bomb of a right hand that just flushed connor yeah which it was weird seeing him go down the best i think i described it to you and i feel like this is the best way i could describe it is like that's that landing that kind of shot on connor mcgregor is kind of like the equivalent of pulling excalibur out of the stone yeah like when someone does that it's like oh shit yeah because he because he dropped and i was oh, like man I was he like, dropped right? hard yeah and he recovered really 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 quick which the thing is with connor you know, he's fought so many times, but he doesn't get hit much. So he can still take those shots, mm-hmm. right? But once, you know, if it starts like a, if for some reason, it starts a downhill slope from here, he starts taking more, he's not going to be able to take those shots anymore. No, so it's not that one. That's why he's lucky that he's as good as he is when it comes to defense and being elusive, is that he can take that monster of a right hand and jump right back up and be able to trade. Because he turned around and threw a, a flying knee right after he got hit. Yeah. So. Um, I just thought that was insane when he hit that. I was like, my, oh my God, that was unreal. Um, so anyways, <clears throat> Habib takes him down again. Uh, pretty easy takedown. And Connor, when he goes, he, you can give up your back. Is It's fine. It's obviously never an ideal position you want to be in. I'm sitting here talking like I know. Look, I've only only trained in jujitsu for like eight months. You're professional. But we get it. We understand. You're professional. The Like... The first thing that I learned, especially if you get your back taken or if you give up your back, maybe you're, you might be more comfortable, you know more. You can kind of defend yourself a little bit better if you give up your back, which could very well be the case. But the first thing I learned is like you don't just sit there and give up your back and then just put both your hands on the mat and try to push yourself up. That opens your neck. That yeah. opens your arm. Like you're pretty much – open to literally anything whatever he wanted to do to him and when connor he gave up his back and he tried to get up and he put both hands on the mat he habib had just free reign on whatever the hell he wanted to do and uh connor kind of did that against nate too you gave up his back he wasn't we call it answering the phone you just keep Mm -hmm. your hand like above your ear 
Because when you do that, you don't get choked. Because yeah. you have to have the full, you know, both sides of your neck. Um, so, I mean, he ended it the way I would expect him to do it. Choke. He didn't even actually choke him. It was like a half neck crank. They called, half, yeah, they called it a neck crank. It, it pretty much was, and it called it like a half. I would say he was choking him through the chin, which is basically like not really neck crank, but you're just taking the guy's jaw and just shoving it down into his throat, basically, yeah, yeah. which is not. No, it's I, very want, I, I want no part of that. So um, Connor didn't give up. He didn't give up because of position. That shit just straight up hurts, and he tapped because – Brad, his neck broke. His jaw broken. So, yeah. I mean, it was it was rough. So that's why I think it's so funny. I love I love seeing all these boxers like Paul. I don't even I don't even say his freaking last name. Oh, uh, the guy from the, the guy Floyd, that he sparred with Floyd getting King. ready. Yeah. yeah. And he's sitting and calling him a quitter. I'm like, dude. Somebody. It's not boxing. an MMA fighter can literally not even just use one. He can use one arm, wrap it around your chin. And choke your ass out, and you would tap in literally two seconds. Yeah. Like, don't even talk. I don't understand. I can't understand the boxers that come out of the woodwork and call him like call him a quitter and saying he tapped and shit like that. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's just a different sport. Just because it's a combat are sport, fucking idiots. Yeah, you yeah, guys exactly. also you guys just also be- get knocked out in your feet in your sport. Right. So a ref can just call it if he thinks you're woozy. Right. So so. But apparently, speaking of uh, Pauly, uh, they have like a three-part documentary coming out about the prep for the Floyd fight and all the footage of their sparring session, which has been up in the air about what really happened, whether Connor pieced him up or if Connor just kind of showed all the clips that made him look good. So apparently we're going to find out what actually happened. Who's releasing it? Uh, Is it a McGregor Entertainment thing? I don't say not. I don't think so. I think it's a, it's a whole other huh. company doing it. It's a, it's gonna be a Netflix original, uh, Netflix original, I guess you would say. But huh. I was gonna say because if it's Connor releasing it, then he pieced him up. But yeah, no. Apparently, not. according to Connor's coach, it's it's gonna have like the full. It's like a three part thing, and like one of the episodes is gonna be like strictly the sparring sessions, and so that's we're gonna of, find out what happens. That's kind of exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, anyway, so that was the end of the fight. Connor taps, rear naked choke, fair. I mean, he beat him. It was straight up. Yeah. Um, no, just straight up beat him. <laughs> yeah, no, Connor's yeah, I lost. Con- I, mean, I don't think Connor will beat him. If they, fi- if they, so if they fight again, which apparently in, hey, quick, what, real quick, in like six minutes, lifetime, where apparently they're going on SportsCenter, it could be even Connor. It's an announcement about them. So something's I bet, happening. I bet it's going to be suspensions or any kind of. Uh, any kind of punishment handed down. There's no way they're going to announce a rematch this quick because they still don't know what the hell is going to happen with. And Connor didn't press charges on any. I know, but the, uh, the Nevada State exactly. Commission and all that. Well, it's, it's not. It's not with. It's not with the. Not with that matter. that matter if they did that matter if they didn't fight in Vegas? So if they did that fight in New York, would that matter? I mean, no, it wouldn't matter. But I just I can't imagine them announcing it that quick. I really can't. I don't really want to see it, to be honest with you. Because I, I don't want to see Connor lose again. Because Connor, well, that too. Connor would lose again nine times out of ten. I think Connor, because literally, like, well, that's tough. Just because you know he 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 lost to Nate Diaz, who I'd like to add had like two days of prep, three days of prep, or something like that. It was not long, less than a week, and did the same exact thing. So, and actually, I think Nate did it in the third round and not the fourth. So he finished him quicker than Habib did. 
Yeah, but they weren't but, on the ground as much that whole fight. Like they. Yeah. But I just because Diaz Diaz beat Connor up and then choked him out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I don't really want to see it. To me, like all this shit, we'll get into like the all the chaos that happened after in just a second. But to and the only thing I can really say about it, like when it comes to a rematch or you know building another, building up another rematch, to let it like with Habib, you won. They that, were saying all that shit, you know, y'all were talking shit and well, I just, and th- what I'm going to get into in just a second is what I've been wanting to like, try to like pound into people's heads that don't understand like everything, pretty much everything that led up to what happened after the fight yeah. on Saturday. So look, I'm a huge, I, it is no secret. I'm a huge Connor fan. I'm obviously, I'm kind of taking Con, uh, Connor's side on this. That does not mean that Connor is no, not innocent in the whole thing. Should the bus incident ever happen? No, that was stupid. Should he have gotten some legal trouble from it? Yeah, absolutely. 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 But he didn't. Is there a double standard? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. guess what? Connor is the space of the sport. Right. Habib, no matter how much better you are, no, um, how you're undefeated, you beat Connor, you're better than Connor in the, your fighting style, yep. entertainment wise, you're not, sorry. Um, you're not going to sell fights. This is the first time a majority of people have ever watched Habib fight. Yeah. And it's cause it's not cause he was fight. It wasn't and cause it was a title fight. Not going to be a draw here just for the fact that he's Russian. Yeah. Like it's, that's just the truth. We're not big on him. Yeah. Um, it no only one, works, it he only never, works no one ever was. And he's 26 and no, you would think if that was any other fighter, he would be a freaking superstar. I would have seen him on a card. I've never yeah. even seen it. I've never watched a card where he's headlined, been a co-main event. I've right. never seen anything well from that him. was part of the that was part of the whole build-up too was like really who is habib fought right you know what i mean yeah. i mean it is that does say something when al i quinta or quinta however you say his name you know took him the distance and connor you know got submitted in the fourth round and the quinta he came in uh on like two days notice yeah so but um so anyways so all the chaos after the fight so let's start from when this whole, like, oh, they might be fighting thing started. Like, when the buildup started. So it was after Connor beat Eddie, yeah. Eddie Alvarez. It was like, well, what the hell is next? He's beat damn near everybody that's worth a damn. I mean, he beat Nate. He beat Jose Aldo, who was, at the time, <laughs> the pound-for-pound pound best fighter in the, the world. Guy. Beat him in 13 seconds. Just absolutely smoked him. He will never get another shot at Connor ever, and I don't think he should. But he hasn't done anything since then. He's had a couple fights. He won. I think he lost. I don't remember if he lost another one. He's won. I know he's lost. He's back I think up. He's, in lost the, he's back in the contention though for a title. But it's not going. He will never fight Connor again. No. Um. No one. No one wants to see it. Especially as bad as that fight. Ended. I just no want to watch him. I want to watch Connor fight new people. And yeah. that's the thing. I don't like. I'm not really interested in Connor rematches. Yeah, because the, the reason I would, the only reason I would want to see a Nate Diaz rematch is just to have the rubber match. Who wins the series? That and I that's think it, it. that and I think it'd be a fun fight. It would be fun because both the of their fights, both of their fights, both of their fights have been fun. Yeah, and very fun. And they've been Connor going the distance because Connor and his wins normally it's second round at the latest. Yeah, the finishes. And so watching Connor in a five round fight and having the third round he did against Nate Diaz is one of the crazier things that I've seen. Yeah. Um so I don't want to watch a rematch, but we'll get back. We'll finish the Habib thing. Yeah. You go into that. Okay, so <clears throat> Connor beats Eddie 
everyone's like, well, who the hell else is he going to fight? And this is when Habib was really, really starting to be like, oh, shit. Like, this guy's kind of like secretly freaking beast. Yeah. Well, I say secretly not to like a – I'm not saying I'm a hardcore MMA fan. I I pay attention to it, but I'm not a casual fan. Yeah. And even to me, Habib, I didn't know that much about him. I knew he was a freaking beast. I knew he was undefeated. That was about it. No idea who he – I've never seen him fight. And and that was kind of like, oh, that would be cool if Connor fought Habib. Okay, what big deal. So Floyd fight happens, and – there's still so after the Floyd fight, it's like okay, now are you, who are you going to come back and fight? And it seemed like, unless I missed something, still it just seemed like the people made the Habib fight. Honestly, um, just keep bringing up his name, and everyone's like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you know, he goes and beats the shit out of these people, mm. and stylistically, everyone knows that that would be Connor's nightmare, and so he all of a sudden becomes the number one guy. That's going to go and fight Connor. So I think it was, I don't remember what fight was getting ready to happen. It might have been whenever Artem Lobov was going to fight, which Artem is uh, one of Connor McGregor's like best, like closest teammates, trains with them at every training camp for both, both of their guys. Like they train with each other for both of their fights. Really good friends. Um, Artem also Russian. He's literally called the Russian Hammer. <clears throat> um, it was in the hotel. Habib and his boys go and corner Artem in a hotel in like a hallway. And I didn't see. I saw the video of that. They were talking shit to him. They had him corner. It was literally just Artem surrounded by like seven people. Yeah. And Habib was in that group. And I kept seeing people saying that like Habib slapped Artem or hit him or someone slapped him or hit him. That very well could have happened. I didn't see the I didn't see that part of the video. Yeah. I just know that apparently that happened. Connor gets word of that. Comes from Ireland to Brooklyn when they were like when Artem was supposed to fight. That's when the bus incident happens. So I don't know. I don't understand why people think or act like Connor just decided to snap, go postal, and throw shit at a bus and break a window. Like I don't understand why people think that. Because there was shit that led up to it. Because that wasn't talked about, right? And people don't and people don't pay attention to UFC to know that they're not going to pay attention. I didn't even know that, so like they're not going to pay like the that's where all this shit started. Yeah, and ESPN started talking about it with the bus incident, and they would have mentioned there was an altercation with a teammate prior, and that's what caused this, right? But then everybody said Connor showed up at a UFC event he wasn't invited to, and no. And and caused well, the yes, scene. But. That's what that's what they were saying. And he and he I did mean, yes, do that. That is what happened. But I mean, but. He, he had a reason to. Um, well, did he have a reason to? I mean, no. He not had a, really. he had a reason to say something to Khabib. He didn't right. have a reason to throw yeah, a hand truck through did. a bus yeah, window. Yeah. No, I agree. And so, send people to the hospital. I don't know why that that part of the whole this whole saga gets like it's not as much fun. Conveniently left out. It's more fun. That, it's more fun to think that's Connor's where a lunatic. It started. It's more fun to think Connor's a lunatic, which I don't think he is. I don't either, but also me, you got to tell he, he if, seems like a lunatic. If Connor is a lunatic, then so are every single person on. So is Habib and every single person on his team because they both did the same thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but to me, the but here's the other reason too. Um, with the reason why Connor didn't get really, uh, the reason why he didn't get any consequences from the commission or the UFC is because that didn't happen. At an event that didn't happen 
like at the you know in the arena. It happened happened in a parking garage. Yeah, happened in a parking garage that was outside of what was going on. Yes, there happened to be a lot of fighters on that bus, and it happened to involve like like fifteen fighters, and yes, it ended up ruining that card because like three or two fighters or something pulled out of the fight because they had just some kind of injuries because of it. But because it was not part of that anything with the fight, that's why he didn't really get anything from UFC or the commission, the the New York state commission. So that's where, that's why everyone keeps pointing. Well, he did this, he did this. I'm like, yeah, but you know, he got arrested. Like they, I don't know why y'all forgetting that too. Yes. He got, you know, he has to do anger management and pay a fine and that's it. I feel like that's what anybody in the UFC, it would happen to them. They would, yeah. they wouldn't get jail time. No, cause they he would get a fine. He didn't put his actual hands on him. He didn't go right. into the bus. <laughs> so, um, so that, so that happens. Like I just, I keep wanting to point that out that that whole thing happened because of something that happened before that, that Habib and his team did. Yeah. Just want to get that out there. All right. So fast forward to press conferences you know, now it's starting to become just like a team, a team war, and it's got really personal. And it just, yeah, it just turns into just digging up whatever dirt you can find on each person, and, and talking about fathers and, and yeah, religions and countries. Which I'm not going to get into because I don't. No, I, I just think we mentioned no that. Um, you just go watch the press conferences and videos and whatnot, yeah. and see for yourself. But, um, so it leads to the fight, which I saw a video which I thought was very, very interesting. Uh, it was between, I want to say it might've been after the second round. It was right at the bell or right at the horn and they were in the clinch and you can hear Connor say, it's clear. It's not like, Oh, he might've said this. He literally goes, it's just business. I don't know if he said like, sorry before that, but you hear him say it's just business. And you can tell that they're talking to each other. Cause they kind of like Connor, Connor kind of like leaned in a little bit closer to like, you know, tell that to him and the mics picked it up. And then oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's exciting. It's really interesting. So, <clears throat> and then Habib says something and there's like speculation about what he said. He said something that like to the effect of either here, let's talk like, Hey, let's talk or less talk, which I think is what he said. Like less, less talk sounds way more that sounds, of a Russian that makes thing to way say. Way more sense. Yeah. So, cause I feel like in that, <clears throat> yeah, no, that's, so that happened during the fight, which I thought was really interesting and it hasn't really been discussed all that much um so there's that all right so into the fight habib you know taps or makes connor tap stands up well first of all he spit on her yeah spit on him but herb literally had to like pull his arm off because he tapped her was like stop the fight stop he's done he's done did not let go and yeah then spit on him and all that stuff and then he turns around and starts yelling at Connor's corner. It's more specifically Dylan Dennis, which is his jujitsu jujitsu coach. Which Dylan Dennis, he is a troll. He's been he's notorious for being an asshole. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was saying shit. And that's when he jumped over the fence and all that stuff. So <clears throat> now everyone's saying, "Oh, well, Connor didn't press charges because he threw the first punch." Okay, when think about it, just put yourself in that situation, right? You, your opponent that you have such a personal like hatred, you just had a personal like literally a personal fight with, jumps over the cage and literally like jump kicks 
your Jumped teammate in the air and with two feet and try to land on the man's chest. Yeah. What the hell do you think you're going to do? Are you just going to sit there and just be like, I can't hit anybody. I'll get in trouble. And the punch he threw, he threw one, and it was at, it was as two people were rushing him. Right. So he threw a punch at one person, which technically was the first one. What was he supposed to do? Just sit there and get jumped in the middle of the ring? Right. That's what. People, like, what, That's, you, what? Is he just supposed to stand there? Because no take one, it? no one would do that. That's stupid. And, right. And then also, you had people come from behind Connor to try to jump him. Yeah. And then you had random people from the state. You made everything unsafe. Right. Because like, had you done that in a parking garage, and that was like, and Connor and Habib's team just got in a street brawl, that's one thing. That's whatever. And had you guys done this to each other, like, had you finished the fight and then, like, like her raised your hand and then you guys just duped it out again? Again, that's between you two. Yeah. But you brought so many other people into it. That's you, where it becomes an issue. Yeah, it's a sa- it's a safety a serious issue. It's a safety thing because um, you have fans very because MMA fans are insanely loyal and crazy. The ones that there are there, especially yeah. the ones at the fights. You've got other fighters' families sitting in that general vicinity, and then you have people that are just not a part of what this beef that is a thing. And yeah. then you're starting a brawl in the stands. Apparently, there was fights all throughout the the casino, the arena, yeah, um, in the lobby and stuff like that. Like you start, you incited a thing. Connor ran at your bus with a hand truck, which is not good. But you brought people out of the stands to jump people, which seems like way more. Hey, it was also planned. Well, also, I don't want to make it sound like it was just random fans that jumped. It was people that were associated with Habib. Yeah, but they weren't in his corner. Yeah, yeah. They, they came They were from, literally in street, like, street clothes. They yeah. weren't in the UFC fight no. kits. And they weren't standing around the fight. They, they came out of the stands. Yeah. So, like, you started this whole thing. You created this mass just hysteria, and that's what it was. Because we were all, like, sitting there bummed that Connor just lost, but in... All of a sudden, Habib jumps out of the cage, and we quit talking. Yeah, like we were like, "What in the hell is going on?" And then somebody jumps the cage and attack, sucker punches him. S- sucker punches Connor from behind. You wouldn't throw one punch, right? Yeah, you would throw a punch. So don't don't say Connor threw the first punch. And in Habib's little statement today, he was like, "Connor threw the first punch." Like, why is there no reformations for him? Was like, because he didn't have his whole team you come out of the woodwork. Jumped over the cage and like you tried to Spartan kick a guy. Yeah, you you are you, you kidding me? You literally started it. And if you want to go back to the hotel thing with Connor's friend, you started all of this. Connor right. Connor might have said something. He, but definitely, Con- he definitely escalated stuff it's because of that bus incident, for and, sure. Yes. And but, all the and, and all the talk about and that's and it goes back to when, you know, between the rounds when Connor was like, oh, it's just business. Uh, you know, people who sit there and say, You can't mock religion, you can't mock family. Y'all, y'all I'm not sitting here trying to be like the super hardo. But y'all just don't – y'all can't handle fights. Y'all can't handle the fight game. You're selling Boxing, a, MMA. You're selling a fight. You can't – y'all can't – just go away. If y'all can't handle that, you should not be watching this. Because fighting – that's the – I'm not going to say you can get a pass for saying like super ridiculous, like really, really it's, offensive stuff. It's personal. Because exactly. you're you doing- are going in there – one-on-one to physically harm the other person to hurt the other person that is one of the most personal things you can do even if the two people like each other and respect each other you were still going in there trying to physically harm the other person yes that's a personal thing it involves either an insane amount of trust in the other person or it involves an insane amount of dis and this one i'm just gonna call it disdain for the other person because they do not like each other um and connor was saying all that stuff and granted he had the bus incident and Connor probably said something to spark the whole Habib thing in the hotel. But Kab- K- 
Kaboner. <laughs> God damn it. Connor. That's what he does. He says things to incite fights, to bring it up, to bring up pay-per-views. That's why Connor is what Connor is. Yeah. That's why Connor makes so much money. Connor That's made, why Khabib would have made so much money. Yeah. Connor would have made Habib a ton of money. So Habib's like, I don't understand why people aren't saying anything about this. Like some of the stuff Connor said in the McGregor or in the Mayweather fight was off. It was like out. It was like over the line. Yeah. It brought more money to the pay-per-view. That's the whole point of the press conferences. That's the whole point of saying anything about your opponent. And that's why so many people care. Had you just said Connor and Habib were fighting and none of this stuff happened and you didn't have a post-conference and they went in there and they just talked about what they were going to do. The sport's not okay. the, the sport's not the sport. Yeah. That's the whole that's that's not the whole point. The whole point is the fight to see who wins. But eighty percent of getting people to that point is everything else. So I don't that's what pisses me off about people, especially Habib, who's like acting he's well, acting well, what about this? He's acting innocent. Like yeah. he didn't do anything. You incited it's not technically a riot, but it was like it looked like a mob hit. You sparked you you sparked not only all that shit that happened in and outside of the octagon. You sparked the stuff that happened. Now, granted, I think it probably would have happened either way, like with the fans out in the arena and out in the casino. Yeah, I think it would have people, happened Drunk way. people in Vegas to fight. I mean, that's – Yeah. But I you mean, made it well, worse. When you have drunk people in Vegas for a fight that was this personal, basically between Irish and Russians. And it's a country thing. And it's a country yeah. thing. Yeah. Whether that – and all that stuff, they could have had the most respectful – uh, you know, handshake at people, the end of the fight. People are going to make it a pride thing. And it's still, that still would have started. But I definitely think that what Habib did made it way worse yeah. than it would have been if they had just, you know, the fight ended and that was it. Absolutely. And so yeah. I just, and then he was like, he mocked my religion, my father. And so, yes, he did do those things. But here's the thing. But guess what? You beat him. You won the fight. You beat him. You 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 shut him and up pretty convincingly. You made every everything he said. You pretty much made insignificant. Because you didn't really run your mouth before the fight. You handled, like, you didn't crack. You didn't, like, try to. He handled Connor perfectly. Yeah. And then you beat him. You couldn't have handled Connor any better. And you fucked it all up because and you're, your team fucked it all up. Yeah. And to me, the what upsets me the most is because I didn't know much about Habib before this. But I've never seen any issues with him. He always acts super respectful, and he just this is the fighting so game. That's and stuff always like up that. for two. That's why I it, to me I it seems like a snake. Like I don't he seems, dis, I don't dislike Habib more or it, more or less than I did before. I mean, I didn't I didn't dislike him before because I respect him because he's a freaking animal. But like I can understand him if it was just him. Take out his whole team. His team didn't do anything. Both teams didn't do anything. They just like broke up when he jumped over and went after Dylan Dennis. If it, all it was is the two teams broke it up, and be like, ah, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Connor did it that. It is what it is. Connor did that to Jose Aldo. Yeah. Nah, I don't uh, think he that's did, the same. He, didn't, he jumped and got in his face. He was not going down there to throw a punch at no, him. No, but, that, people, that's the but, other my, thing but my that, thing is people have jumped out of the cage before. Uh, plenty of times. Like, so that that's not the big deal. R- but people are making that a big deal. They're just like, well, Connor, he, when he, j- he jumped over the cage and got in Jose yeah, I guarantee and he, like, you, crotch chopped at him. Like it's, it wasn't I the same. I guarantee you, Conor McGregor was not going over that fence to throw a punch at Jose Aldo because Conor's not an idiot, right? Conor's actually a fairly intelligent that person. Is, so it is not the same thing. No. no, there, there's not the same thing. You, you can't sit here and tell me that Conor deserves whatever Habib gets. Conor deserves the same thing just for what he did to Jose Aldo, jumping the fence and just getting in his face and screaming. That's it. That's it. Yeah. 
that's not the same. Breaking news. Rematch. Conor McGregor and Habib, last name, will be temporarily suspended on October 15th, according to Nevada Athletic Commission Executive Director Bob Bennett. A, a hearing will take place on October 24th on whether they should be indefinitely suspended pending their investigation. That will never happen. <clears throat> what if it just happens? That to, will never happen. What if it just happens to Habib? I don't think that will happen. I really don't. His team? Yes, they're done. They will never step foot in a UFC event ever again. Ever. Him? I don't. I, I think he'll get, he'll get suspended. He might get a uh, longer suspension. I don't think he'll get indefinitely. I don't think. I don't think he should. But I don't know. I just it's so weird. And they're temporarily suspending him for ten days before. The yeah, I saw that. I thought that was weird. I was like, what? but you, you, why, why don't you just, why don't you just suspend just do it him? outright? You yeah, suspend like, him. Like I don't understand. What do you think they're going to fight here in the next three days? <laughs> Connor's <laughs> not. not Connor got pieced up. Like yeah. Connor's tired. And did you see his eye? So like I, I don't know. I just He still didn't even take that much damage though. No, he took He had a he had a he little took, mouse on his eye, he but took, that was it. He took the right hand you were talking about, and then he probably took I'd say three or four shots on the ground that were bad. Right. Other than that, he'll be laid, like just literally just laid on him. Yeah. Um But yeah, that's but I mean I don't really have much else to say. I just I just feel like it was dumb. And it was I very just, dumb on everybody's part. And so, and the one thing that I, because I'm, I am nowhere near the MMA person that you are, but I pay attention to Connor, so I pay attention, to, and I will, I pay attention to Connor heavily when mm-hmm. the, he's in fights and stuff like that. And I, and I watch other cards, so like I understand, I'm gonna say I understand it more. But I just don't like it when ESPN tweets about it, because ESPN doesn't talk about the UFC no, unless Connor is fighting. Like they like, might, and they might tweet, they might tweet about it. For like another fight, but they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, this guy won." Anyways, DC won his second belt. That's a huge thing. And ESPN did not talk about it at all. Um, they just did like the little graphic on Twitter, and that was it. John Jones is coming back. They didn't even tweet about that. How do you feel about that? Real quick, do you think it's stupid? Because I think it's stupid. The only reason why I'm okay with it is because he is finally fighting Gustafson again. Finally, that's fair. That is the only good thing, and it's not for a belt, right? At all. Uh, yes. It is. It's for DC's light heavyweight. John Jones just gets to come back for another belt? Of course he does. I feel like if you're in that division, you of course he does. hate John Jones. A, because he's probably beating you. And B, is because he could well, literally... heavyweight and light heavyweight. He, you could, he, can, he can get suspended every other year and come back and have a title shot. Yep. That's stupid. That's dumb. And I, and I, I don't like John Jones, but I liked him. <laughs> Oh, I don't. I used to. I don't. I could not. I could not give any like less a shit about him anymore. I hope Gustafson absolutely wrecks him. Yeah, probably wanna, won't happen. I want him to actually lose. Well, <laughs> you know, like I said, that's the only reason I'm okay with John Jones coming back is the fact that they are finally making him fight Gustafson again. Yeah, which I had been hoping for since the first one. How they didn't just turn right around and do another Dana, with a Dana, rematch? Dana, for Dana them? didn't want John to lose right then. I don't give a shit. That I know you the, don't. Dana was, did. They was the was only the person he had. That was the greatest fight I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, but that was the only fighter Dana really had right then. I still, I don't know how you don't just turn around and do that fight again because it was that good. Scared John to lose. I think is what it is. I mean, it's unbelievable. But, yeah. Like, that's, and then Derek Lewis fighting. D, they, First off, real quick. After that, the post game inter- post game post fight interview with Joe in the Octagon after Derek Lewis won. It was great. It was great. And because of that, I've 
gone on to his Instagram. I love him so much. He's he's, he's the best. He's I hysterical. love Derek Lewis. Derrickle. He's so damn funny. He's going to get ripped apart by DC. Absolutely. It's not even going to be a fight. It's it's two things. One, they're just cashing in on his his you know sudden uh, fame and viral internet fame because he's fighting and, in what like a month and that's it. And um, they also they couldn't find a they couldn't find a main event for Madison Square Garden because every other fight kept falling through. You know the Diaz Boria fight fell apart, right? Yeah, and that sucks. but that wasn't for MSG. <clears throat> but um, I was like, her. so no, because that would main event. <laughs> but um, I think I can't remember who they had a main. It was a it was a lady fight, but it was between two lady fighters that no one has ever heard of. Joe Rogan, he was like, Joe Rogan came out and was like, I con- I'm commenting that fight. I don't even know who this lady is, and he was like, I feel bad for that. I just I don't know who she is. Yeah. That's saying something when that was the main event. So I'm not surprised that they just tried to stick to throw together a championship match, match, fight to headline that. And to me, and to me, Derek Lewis is a he, complete he's a, he's miss a, on the mark. He's, he's, a, he's a haymaker guy, yeah. from what I can tell. And that's all, oh, that's all. He, and he's DC, not, he literally said he's not technical. No. He, he's a backyard fighter. He said, I'm not technical. I may, I may work on that. You're going to work on it in a month? I don't think so. I'm well, not, I'm also surprised that he took it personally. He got beat up. Yeah. So, but must be a pretty decent payday. Oh, um, yeah. So, I don't know. To wrap up the whole UFC shit, I mean, get over it. They're both, they're, no one's innocent, especially Habib. I don't care what he says. I don't care what anybody says. It shouldn't have happened. Um, they'll both get suspended. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, Habib lost his belt. That's probably not going to happen, though, which is fine. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Don't do that shit again. I don't want to see a rematch. I'll be honest. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care. To, in my in my eyes, Habib won it. That's the end of that. I mean, because if that's the case, if they're going to keep doing these rematches, if they somehow can, like, absolutely can be for sure that that shit's not going to happen again. We're going to have like six rematches between these two just because of all that. And to me, don't do a rematch just because of their team. No, you know, no, look at the fight. That's not worth a rematch. No, I don't know. It is. You know, it was a clear cut winner. It wasn't a close fight. Right. So, so that's the end of UFC. That's we'll we'll move on to a fun thing. It's a fun thing. Then it's a sad thing. Uh, we were able to go to game three of the NLDS between the Braves and the Dodgers. Um, it was my first preseason, not preseason, postseason game. <laughs> uh, I've never been to a playoff game, never been to a playoff environment, any professional sporting event that I had a team in. Um, so it was, I was hyped for that. The Braves were down two games, zero. I just, he was so, it was all, and it was an all day thing because we went up to the battery. We got there at like four o'clock. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got the game early. was at like eight fifteen. Yeah, we got there early. And, which is, I loved it. Yeah. But that was what was so funny is how excited he was for just four straight hours. It and, was four straight hours of pure excitement. And then um, as soon as like the national anthem started, that's when it's like, oh, I shit. got so <laughs> damn nervous. Like literally, yeah. Um, Newcomb runs out there to throw the first pitch. And I like, I lived, I've been to a hundred, over a hundred baseball games in my life. I easy. I can watch a game and be fine. And then we score and that's it. Every single pitch I wanted to vomit. Like I couldn't, 
Like every time he threw a ball, it was like I died. If it was yeah. a strike, I was alive. Anytime the Dodgers bat touched a baseball, it basically it basically seemed like it was bottom of the ninth. There were two outs. Every, and every single pitch. pitch was like that, yeah. and it's because and that's the first time I've ever realized in baseball in person how important every single second. Like normally you watch a game like it's nine innings, it's gonna be like a four and a half hour. Affair. Oh, we're like, in the middle of the fourth. Yeah, you know, the middle whatever. of the fourth doesn't matter. No, Ronald Acuna matters in the second or third, whenever it was. I don't even remember at this point. It was insane. And then, A, that was probably the most I've talked as a fan in a sporting event in my life. Can't confirm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think I said anything particularly egregious. Um, but the game happens. Was it the third inning or was it the second? I think it was the third inning. Third inning. Yeah, because it was, it was the second at bat. So yeah. it was the third inning. Um, third inning, the Braves with two outs get bases loaded. Sean Newcomb comes up to hit because um, they intentionally walked uh, well, Culberson. No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Sorry, matter. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so Newcomb comes up, and I'm Who just is apparently the worst hitter in the National League. In, the, in no, in the league apparently. Okay, I think that's what they said with uh, when it comes to pitchers. Yeah, and they wouldn't throw him a strike. They walked the pitcher, the worst hitter in the league. They walked him with bases loaded to score a run. Four straight balls. And any I and I mean I screamed after the second ball. I dared him to throw a strike. And I like to think we were close enough that he Also can confirm. And I screamed multiple times. I said, I dare you. You will not like I was I dare you to throw a strike. And the, all he had to throw one strike and that was at, it was over. He walks him. I've never gotten that hype for a walk in my uh, yeah. life. I was about to say, that, that is probably the most hype walk you will ever see I, in your life. It was insane because 50,000, 40,000 people lost their minds for ball four Yeah, in the third I mean, inning. Yeah, it, it walked in a run, but still, that it, still would not happen. In, in any other game. Um, and then Acuna walks up, it takes three straight balls, and in my head, I'm, we're not speaking. And in my head, I'm like, there's absolutely no way he walks him again. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I ever took into account that he could hit a home run. Because I don't <laughs> think, like, I, I would never expect something to work out that well for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, he's about to walk him again. Or he's just going to hit a little bloop single. I thought we were going to score. There was uh, there was a, a tiny, well, let's talk. So he takes the three straight balls. And I still, I want to talk about the fourth pitch. The bat drop? Yeah. The ba- yeah, the bat drop halfway when the pitch was halfway down to the plate, it was a ball. Umpire made him pay for it and called it a strike, which I guess I don't really blame him because we looked at each other. We're like, did he just do that? Because he <laughs> literally he like stepped out of the batter's box like when the pitch was halfway to the plate. I, I've never been that like that like, was baller. I I mean like I. I felt a certain type of way about it. Yeah. Like it happened, I went, "Oh yeah. no!" I was like, "Ronald, what? You're 20, yeah. dude. That you're was, down. That was you're down ooh. two games. You have two outs, and you just tried to like you literally dropped the bat and said, I know this isn't going to be a strike.' Like you dared him. Yeah. You literally said, you can throw anything you want to. I'm getting on base.' Is what you said. Because at that point, if you're the pitcher, what do you do? I hit him. <laughs> like, and, like and I guess I can't blame the umpire for calling a strike on that. Because could you imagine a a, a batter I've doing never, that? I've never on seen a walk. I've never like, seen that. Like a ball for him doing that, and it's like, yeah, I knew it, and take a walk. If I was the pitcher, I would quit. Yeah, you have to. 
And so then those are the rules. He comes back and he throws a high fastball at Acuna. That's the that's the first thing they tell you not to do. Do not give Acuna a high fastball, especially in the zone. And Acuna hit it, and it got to the top of its ball flight. And I and it, I swear to God, the ball was in the air for two hours. It seemed like it, it. was it never. Was, it was the longest ball. It flight was I've ever never going to come down, and it didn't go that far out. And no. I know it's because of the setting we were in, but I just it was slow motion, and it wouldn't. And it was like the place you could, you know like in movies where like someone's at a party and you can tell it's loud, but it's yeah. turned down. Yeah, that's what it was like. Like I could hear the place getting louder, and I'm just staring at this baseball take a year and a half to get out of the park. And I was just like, no, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Oh, I was the same thing. I was saying that out loud. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And then it started to come down, and I saw the fans start to reach up to go grab it, and I blacked out for like 70 seconds. I don't remember. You tackled me. Yeah, I know I tackled you. I think I ended <laughs> up in the row in front of us at one point. Um, pretty close. Pretty sure I tore my hamstring. I literally had a limp for like two days. It hurt so bad. I, I, my throat hurt so bad from just screaming and just losing my mind that I thought I was going to vomit after that play. That was the greatest sports moment of my life. I will. I can't. That was. Incredible. I can't think of another sports, especially in person, that I've ever experienced ever. Uh, a grand slam in a playoff game by a rookie phenom to put us up five zero. When it's a do or die game. When it's in a do or die game at night in SunTrust is the first playoff game in SunTrust, and the rookie of the year should be does hits a grand slam it and was, then pimps it. Oh, and absolutely pimped it. Yeah. Pimped pimped it. it. yeah. No, inject I'm that, chills just inject that it, into my veins every single day for the rest of my life, and I'll die happy. I, I, would, I would be the most productive person at work. I woke up Monday. Granted, I took, took the day off. Um, I woke up Monday and was like, I don't care if we – like. I mean, I wanted to win that game, but like, I was like, if we lose, it's fine. I, I was very surprised at how calm – or not calm, how like okay I was with the Braves losing – and getting knocked out on Tuesday. It's because they weren't or supposed to. Or not Tuesday, it's, on Wednesday. It's because they weren't supposed to be there. Was it Wednesday or Tuesday? It was Tuesday. No, Monday. It was Monday when they lost. Was it Monday? We, we saw them on Sunday. They lost game four on Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but just like I woke up Monday and I was like, well, that was it. That's the highlight of my life. Like I was like, that's that was the game. That was the game to see with this Braves team, I think. But what what showed what makes it easier for them losing on Monday Yes, this we're two years ahead on the Braves. Um, we weren't supposed to be there this year. But they showed in Game 3 that they can very much be a problem because everybody did it right on that. And nothing else really lined up. We we went into our bullpen in the fifth inning in Game 3. Yep. Yes, we, we gave up five runs, <laughs> but we won because Freddie Freeman has also... Just changed my, changed my heart. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, especially if we get another year under us, a full year, I, Snit is going to get fired. I'm just prepping you for that. Snit's gone. Yeah. Um, I'm making a very skeptical face right now. I'm pretty sure he's gone. And I'm not even saying I want to or not. Right. I'm, they've already had like meetings, and apparently like hmm. I've seen some negative things. So that's – you heard it here first. That's my hot take. Snit's gone. Did the Braves podcast tell you all that one? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, they had Smoltz on the other day. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, so I was just okay with it because, like, I know in two years, like, we could very well have a World Series. Yeah, I just knocked on wood. Um, just knocked on the wood table. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was okay. I mean, they in the seventh inning, they gave up you know a three run homer. 
um, to Machado on Monday. So I turned the, I changed the game. I turned it off. And then I kind of sat there, and I was sad for a minute, and then I like pretty much thought you know, of everything when, when I just he said. Hit, when he hit that three-run homer, that was just – well, actually, that was not what told me that it was not meant to be, to beat the Dodgers specifically. It was more in games one and two where we talked about it, and it seemed like every time that a Brave made contact with a baseball, it went straight to a Dodger every single time. They just had it, and we didn't. Like that's, I mean, I that, mean, that's what it was. It, and I mean, and, and the they pitching had the was ridiculous. Games. It was like Ryu and Kershaw were unbelievable in Insane. games one and two. Insane. But still, it seemed like every time the ball would leave a bat in any direction, didn't matter what side of the plate it was coming from, any direction, it would always end up directly at a Dodger player. And we saw it too at the game we were at when Jake Turner, two pitches in a row, had line drives hit directly to him. He yeah, just he, stood he there and have, just Boop. yeah, he didn't have to step. Like, and when I saw that, I think I even turned to you. I was like, you "See, said, that's it right yeah, there." Yeah, you're like, oh, "It's over." That's how. That's yeah. how I knew that it was, it's just not going to happen because yeah. it just seemed like and it never, everything worked for the Dodgers. And it never like not even like on Sunday. I think everybody walking out of there. I think people were optimistic, but like. I never felt like we were going to win that series, especially down two games. But well, we like, kept saying that it was this game. This series is not going to go five. No, like it's it's not. And um, but so like I'm not. I wasn't sad when it ended. Um, I woke up Tuesday. I looked at my phone, and my background is Acuna <laughs> jumping onto home plate after the grand slam. And then I got a little sad. Yeah, I got a little sad because I was like, it's over. It was not a Braves game. Yeah, I hate that. I, I won't be watching. Because yeah. like I don't, I don't. This get... was. I will say this was. Call me a fair weather fan. I don't care. I'm this not is a fair weather this fan. Is but this was the most baseball I've watched. And it, and one, yeah, probably because they were doing well. But they were fun as hell to watch. Yeah, that's why I watch more baseball this season than I have in the last like four or five. And they play 162 games. I'm not going to ever watch all of them ever. Yeah, it's impossible. Um, but when they're that fun, like if you're I, a true fan. Oh, so who cares? <laughs> like I'm. I made time to watch baseball games on like a Tuesday night. Yeah. I haven't done that. I, I honestly haven't done that since I think Dan Uggle was on the team. Yeah. And that's because Dan Uggle stole my soul and not in a good way. Like I hate that man. I hate him so much. I was in your Snapchat story, but Kinsey goes, Oh look, it's a Dan Uggle Jersey. And I just went, why? Like, I, <laughs> like so that, that team, Who in the right mind that wear team that? just ruined my baseball brain. Cause I was, I watched almost every night. Yeah. And then, that team just watching them get to the playoffs and then suck year after year and then get disbanded. This team brought me back into it when I haven't been in a while because it's been bad. Um, so it's sad that it's over. And then I also, I'm just going to make it sad. Atlanta sports are done until the Braves start again. Yep. The Falcons are one and four. The Braves knocked out the Falcons. The Falcons are not, so done. Not playing again. That's all we're really going to say about the Falcons. It's, the, it's over. The Hawks, the, the Hawks aren't going to be good. Um, and so, I mean, Georgia. All hope is on Georgia. You have Georgia, but they're not going to beat Bama. They might lose to LSU this weekend. I'm scared about that one, honestly. So, like, and I know, and like, I just know the fate of Georgia isn't a national championship. It's not even an SEC championship, just because no one beats Bama. Um, so it's just kind of meh now. Like, I have my fantasy team. That's it. Which even right now for me, I'm just like, yeah, I'm like meh on meh, that. Meh. So like now, sports are just sad. Like yeah. like it, the Braves ended and then I like kind of like I kind of like looked around me and I just was like in like kind of like an empty room and I was just like oh there's there's no more fun things yeah. to look at um, 
So that was the sad part. But all in all, Sunday night was incredible. The Brave season was phenomenal. I'm very excited for the next, um, hopefully, five years. Hopefully, we keep Acuna and Albies. Until, I can't imagine Acuna going anywhere for a very long time. Until the end of I really, time. I really can't imagine that. Um, I, feel, I seriously feel like he's going to be the next... You know, Freddie Freeman, he's going to be I think he's the guy be that's going to be here. Yeah, for, especially uh, after the Sunday. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I can't. I just can't imagine. I that. fell in love with Dansby this year when I was skeptical on him before. Um, he's still not a great hitter. I just really like him for the team. Uh, he's really, he, he he's came, a really good. I was about, yeah, he's and good he for went, the team. He's and he really went from batting when it comes to like. A teammate. He's fun to have. Yeah. See him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interact. Right. And he was batting to 200 at the All-Star break. End of the year, he ended up at like 248. So he brought it back. Um, so it's fun. You still have Freeman. I hope we bring back Mark Akis. I don't think we will. I don't think we will either. Um, after what Kimbrell did the other night, I don't know how badly I want Kimbrell back because he almost <laughs> blew it. But I didn't see the game, but it, I saw that all over Twitter. I was our like, no, boy no. was sweating. He like literally, God, it was that. dripping off his brim. He didn't look comfortable. So like maybe, maybe no, Freddie Gonzalez still didn't have a reason to not bring him in five years ago. But still, like he looked shaky. I was like, oh, Craig, maybe hate, you stay. I hate that. I don't maybe, want to hear that about. Maybe my boy. you stay up there in Boston. Maybe you you go. You just win your World Series, but um. So Can we also say, well. You are not a Boston fan, but I just want to go ahead and say, suck it, Yankees. I'm glad all you, uh, to all you Yankees fans out there, suck it. I really enjoyed seeing the better Join Yankee us. fans. Um, but I, also, I can't stand Yankee fans. Yeah, I, I, I really can't. can't. I just hate the Northeast. Like, I, I wanted Boston to lose, too. Like, I, I hope – who do they play? Houston. Houston. I hope Houston just eviscerates them from the face. Later. Yeah, so we got Boston, Houston, and uh, Milwaukee and the Dodgers. I, I want hope, the Brewers to I win. I hope the Brewers win, this win by series. a thousand. Yeah, every I don't want it to be close. Game. I want Kristen Yelich to just hit bomb after bomb and after I'm bomb. Not, that makes me not any better than the obnoxious Yankee fans, but I will. The, this is Dodgers. The only teams that I would do that for where I would legit be like, fuck this team, it's the Dodgers, Yankees, and the Nationals. Not even the Phillies. Even though they are from Pennsylvania, it's and hard I, to hate. The and I hate every single P- Pennsylvania yeah. team. Yeah, you do. But those three teams are the only teams I'll really say that for. Anyone else who's be like, ah, whatever, you know, they beat us, which the Dodgers did. They straight up beat us. But still, fuck the Dodgers. I don't hate I the Dodgers like you them. do, and I understand why you hate them. I don't hate them. I don't. I by no means like them. I do not want them to win this next series. But like, I don't see the blue L.A. and get like angry. Um, you kind of do. I, I have oh, my, I, do. I have my teams like that, uh, Golden State. Well, it's be, um, and, but you notice it's, it's teams that when you see their logo, you see someone, especially if you're around here, you're walking around the Mall of Georgia. You see someone wearing a Dodgers hat. I'm just like, but really though, I can't really talk a whole lot of shit about that. But yeah, because you yeah. do have a Cleveland uh, championship hat, so. have a LeBron James championship hat. Yeah. Watch your mouth. Go Lakers. Lake show. Showtime. All of a sudden, Showtime. big Lakers Showtime guy. Lakers are back. Some say they could never left. We're bringing it back to the Kareem days. Very excited. Did you see LeBronzo last night? No. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I got a little excited. I don't want to say they beat the Warriors because it was a preseason game. It doesn't count. It doesn't matter either. But they beat the Warriors. LeBron almost had a triple-double in 15 minutes. And there's our segue. Jimmy fucking Butler just won my heart. I think you want a lot of people's hearts, to be honest. I'm going to break down this story with as little emotion as possible so I can bring my emotion down the reaction. So Jimmy Butler plays in the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
alongside Carl Anthony Towns, who's just a mammoth monster, first round pick. But think he was number one pick overall. Should be this generational talent. He puts up big numbers. They don't win basketball games. You have Andrew Wiggins on that team. He was supposed to be the next LeBron. He was it, especially coming into Kansas. He was the number one prospect. He was the number one draft pick. Cleveland drafted him. Cleveland traded him to Minnesota for Kevin Love when LeBron came back. He just got signed to a max deal. They're both on max deals. They're supposed to be the guys. Minnesota should be a fantastic basketball team. Jimmy Butler comes there last year. Jimmy Butler's a top 20 player in the league. They should win. They're not good at basketball. So Jimmy Butler makes it fairly obvious towards the end of the season. I don't want to be here because he doesn't actually ever name names, but it's leaked. He thinks Carl Anthony Towns and especially Andrew Wiggins, that he says they don't play with heart. They don't want to win. They're here for money. They don't care about, they don't really love basketball. You know what I mean? That's what they do. They do it. They get their paycheck, but they don't want to win. They don't really care about it. So that happens. You can kind of see that Jimmy Butler isn't really talking to anybody on the sidelines. Their head coach, Tom Thibodeau, old school defense basketball guy, no nonsense, like no music at practice. So like you think that's going to create more of a split because Jimmy Butler is seen as this happy-go-lucky. He's He's funny. He's very expressive. He's expressive. He's funny. He's he's. He's public. Um, he's he's very rarely outspoken about not liking people until right now. Um, so in the off season, it was not even, I'm not saying the off season, it was about a month ago. It came out that he met with the GM and he met with Thibodeau and he asked to be traded because he didn't want to play with um, Wiggins and Towns anymore. Um, so that gets leaked. Um, the owner of Minnesota said, "If you want to trade for him, you have to talk to me and me only. I'm trading him. My GM's not." Um, so he meets with several teams every week since that's happened. There's been a rumor he's going to go to uh, Boston or Miami or Houston or the Knicks. The, the the typical basketball teams have been brought up in this. Last weekend, apparently. Makes you think there's no other basketball teams on this planet. Right. Um, <laughs> last weekend, they had a deal in place. They were going to send Jimmy to Miami. They had agreed on terms. Minnesota, out of nowhere, came back, asked for something else. Miami told him to walk. They're like, no, we agree to this. You want this now? No, no deal. We're not doing even the original deal. Jimmy gets upset because Jimmy wanted to leave. Jimmy Butler definitely wanted to go to Miami because um, who wouldn't want to go play a professional sport in Miami? That seems incredible. So yesterday, and Jimmy Butler hasn't been at practice for obvious reasons, Jimmy Butler shows up at practice in Minnesota. I don't know exactly how it went because I've heard multiple different reports, but this is the version I like to believe, so this is the version I'm going to spread. He <laughs> walked into practice, went up to Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, called him soft. I haven't actually heard that reported. I just imagine that's how that had to have happened. Um, then screamed at the GM, you fucking need me. You can't win without me. Screamed this at the GM in practice in front of everybody. Then told Carl Anthony Towns to Andrew Wiggins to get the other three starters go on that side of the court. He grabbed the third stringers and whooped them in practice. Apparently made them look bad. Carl Anthony Towns is like, a, like eight inches taller than Jimmy Butler. Don't actually quote me on that math, but Carl Anthony Towns is a center on a guard. Apparently Jimmy Butler shut him down. Apparently made Andrew Wiggins look terrible. Walked out of practice after doing that. Went and had an interview. Called everybody soft. Said they didn't care about winning. That's the Best thing I've ever heard in my life. So, um, this is coming from a hockey guy. So get ready for this one, right? I bet you know where this is going. Nah, I hate it already. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, 
you know, the whole you can't win without me comment. Whenever I hear shit like that, I'm just like, oh, my God, shut up, dude. You know, but but hang on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Get hot. Get hot. No, let me finish. Usually that's that would be my reaction because I'm just like, that's why I don't. That's why I don't like basketballs for that. Those kind of comments. But when Jimmy Butler goes and does <laughs> that, that's like respect. That is a power move. I hope he goes wherever the hell he wants to go. I hope. They, oh, I want him to stay. Uh, I, I say, want I this. Want, I, I want, want this. To stay I so want he, this for a year. Right. I because he literally he walked into practice, said, "I can beat you with the scrubs on our team. I'm better than you. You do not care about this." He's he's publicly said. Yeah. He said. He said Carl Anthony Towns is probably the most talented player, and he said Andrew Wiggins has the most God-given talent on the team. Says they don't work. He calls them soft. Says they don't have heart. Then he comes into practice, gets in your face, and, and then, then just, schools you with yeah. scrubs. I mean, I'm not going to call them scrubs. I just did, but like, I mean, I know how does that? Um, I would hate to be like those two other guys. You like, hey, y'all suck. Come play with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> after that, I'm walking into practice yeah. tomorrow. Just swing, like well, literally. I, that's, that's what I, I I read in the article that. Apparently that kind of, I don't know about Towns and Wiggins, but it kind of really pumped up the, the I, team. Would, how would you not? Yeah. Jimmy Butler has been on like a tirade all summer. He comes in and apparently like, and apparently he was like, he's obviously he hasn't practiced. He's, he was out of shape, but apparently he just went out there and just straight up beat everyone. And then like, that's the most, like, this is a term I would use, but he sunned him. He literally walked up and punked him. He literally, yeah. like, he, he could have just walked up and punched him in the face and walked out. That's essentially what he did. Yeah. He literally said, I'm, you guys are, he called him soft, weak, whatever you want to call him. He proved it. And then they canceled practice today. I saw that. Yeah. They didn't have practice. And Jimmy Butler apparently called a team meeting to discuss the issues. And, you know, see, I can respect that too. Uh, you know, I was, I don't, I don't like the, you can't win without me comment usually i would be like oh fuck this guy but see to me it was that the, it was at the gm who is like but being, this it seems like this situation it is a genuine like what the hell is going on you get like let's no, he's, let's fucking ball man let's play he, he's like, upset I mean, I mean he said in his interview he's like i want to win like obviously i get paid to do this i'm not doing it for money he goes yeah. i want to compete i want to win and these guys are getting paid and do not care about they money. are doing what i don't like about basketball yeah and, and he Jimmy, is the opposite of that. And right. I'm going to be honest, Jimmy Butler before before this would have been the last guy I would have thought mm-hmm. because apparently they didn't like he didn't work well together with Dwayne Wade in Chicago, and I thought it was because of Jimmy Butler would have. And that's on me, I guess. I'm just like a younger guy bias, but like right. I thought he would have just been like, you no, know, oh, I'm in Chicago now. I'm gonna like joke around and play with Dwayne. Be Wade. a hot shot to, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then he goes to Minnesota. Which you can't even be a hot shot in Minnesota. Who, who who cares? And just does this. This is the greatest. This is my. This I was giddy last night when all this news broke. I love this so much, and I want him to stay. I want to see how that because a I don't really like Andrew Wiggins, um, and that's going to go back to a very stupid reason. But he was the number one overall prospect the year he came in to school at Kansas, and Jabari Parker was the number two prospect that came in that year at uh, uh, Duke University. And they played first game of the year. Maybe Duke lost to Andrew Wiggins. And then maybe Jabari Parker was drafted two. And Wiggins was drafted one. <laughs> maybe I just like how this proves that Wiggins isn't that all that. 
All right. So suck it. 2013. <laughs> Here we are. Carl Anthony Towns also played for Kentucky. Fuck Kentucky. I love Jimmy Butler. In case you didn't know, Lucas is a Duke fan. Yeah. So get ready for basketball. I'm going to talk about it a lot. Tristan's going to talk about hockey. Um, it is that time of year. It is that time of year. So, but yeah, Jimmy Butler may now be my second favorite player. <laughs> <laughs> I. I honestly that, climb up the ranks a little bit. Yeah, he he shot so high up there because like I can't imagine just a just a ballsier thing to do, and then to then to do it, then to actually do it. Like that's the big that's to the big to go part. in to go in there yelling and yeah. screaming is one thing. To go in there yelling, screaming, calling someone out, and then, and then beating yeah. them with third stringers when you were two of the highest paid players in the league in practice in front of media, coaches, ownership, the rest of the team. Like, the ball boy, when Andrew Wiggins walked by, he probably laughed after. He was like, bum. Like, literally you just probably like, would have. You scrub, Andrew. Well, we pay you what? To lose to third stringers? Pra- like, I, I, I'm so, you can tell. I love this story just so much. It and is, then, and it people, is very, and, well, it's rare. It's rare, and then people are like, oh, does this hurt his trade value? I'm like, you no. wouldn't want that on your team? I, I would better. want that on my team. I would absolutely want that on my Lakers. Um... <laughs> I still haven't been able to say it with a straight That voice. was so painful. <laughs> oh, that was so painful. Yeah. Don't ever say that again. That's all I have. Um, yeah, it was another sports episode, but man, it's been it's been really, really busy. Yeah. Um, it's been a lot. I don't know what we got coming up next week. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I am credentialed for the uh, NASCAR truck race next week. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I say next week, this next Saturday, week, yeah. literally the day after tomorrow. I'm not going to. I'm not uh, going to. I, I am credentialed. I'm not so. going to say anything. I'm not going to make fun of NASCAR. <laughs> Don't worry. We won't talk about NASCAR people. No, I mean, um, you can talk about it. I just, I'm saying that I won't. I might. Like, I might make fun of it. <laughs> um, but we don't have to get into that. I don't know. We'll probably go over that experience a little bit. Yep. Um, well, really just football this weekend. You got Georgia LSU. You yeah. got the Falcons probably having their fifth loss. Who do they play this week? Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, uh. Uh. Yeah. Sorry, Falcons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Basketball you know, comes back next week. There's not much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, they're not. It's just sad. It's sad. Well, Oh, real quick. We'll get into this. Oh, oh, oh um, okay. This is Falcons related, and then we'll cap this. We won't go much over this. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day about Matt Ryan, how we oh, both Lord. think he's an un- like underrated, underappreciated. We think he's better than he gives credit for and I then think this, so. And then this person just calls him our generation's Dan Marino. Oh, okay. We'll just end the podcast on that. Rip my heart out, because it's true. He's going to put up all these records. He's an MVP. He has a heartbreaking Super Bowl loss that the city has yet to recover from. At least I haven't. Um, he's He literally is like the fastest to get to all these yards. He has all these a- accolades. Yeah. He's never going to win a Super Bowl. It's never going to happen. Yeah. It's never. And so now, like, every time I see him, yeah. I feel bad. It's, damn it. We're the Dolphins. Yeah. I don't want to be the Dolphins. Who wants to be the Dolphins? They had one good year in the 60s. They haven't been good since then. We had one good year, what, 2016? Is that how long ago it was? Yeah. And now... Well... Okay. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll maybe Listen. we'll get back there. No. Um, we, we got Dan Quinn, and he was, like, rising through the ranks of the Seattle organization, and we see how well that works long-term. Seattle's crumbling. They're not good. They don't have anything going for them. As if Seattle has much to really talk about right now. 
they have a Super Bowl under the regime they're well, in. Yeah, but I'm just talking now. <laughs> I mean now, but I'm saying like we had we had like the hot shot from that organization come over here. The yeah. player of that organization isn't put together for longevity. Well, yeah. this got sad. Yeah, it's well, it's funny. You know, I was my heart was broken for the whole Super Bowl thing, but it's funny. I guess if there is one Atlanta team where it's like when they're not doing good, I could just literally not care at all the hawks but when they're doing well them i don't really care if they're doing good or bad i mean it'd be cool to see them do well obviously oh if they do good this year i'm gonna pretend real hard yeah i mean but like with the falcons it's like you know when they went to super bowl i was freaking out i'm like my god atlanta might have a championship and then now i'm just like i don't yeah i used like i used to usually i sit down at one o'clock to watch the falcons game and now i'm just like if i see it i see it if i don't whatever and it's because of the super bowl yeah. It honestly is. They lost that, and like I, I couldn't ever. It was just the worst. Not the worst thing to happen to me. Obviously, it's sports, but like, I just don't think. I don't think that's a sports thing. I'm ever really gonna get over. Like, I don't think I'll ever really be able to truly get up for the Hawk or the Falcons again, unless they actually make another playoff run. Yeah. And then last year, I pretty much ignored them all year until the third quarter of the Eagles game. Sudden, and I was like, yeah. holy shit, we might get back to the NFC Championship. We Which could do was it. Cr- that was, yeah, that was weird. It was like a sneaky, like, oh, yeah. shit, we might go and back. for like, like 15 minutes, I convinced myself again. I was like, all right, we actually made it back. Here we, no. Yeah. No. Well. That's it. I don't know. Good. Hope, hope you turn it around, I guess. Falcons. Go Falcons. Rise, rise up, I guess. What do Falcons do? Um, Lose the well, go out. It's cool. It's uh, go outside. It's cooling off out there. It's good, gorgeous good right now. Maze. Go to pumpkin patch. Yeah, do something be, fall like be, be fall because it's freaking here. Where Hurricane jeans. Michael's gone or a long sleeve, which hopefully that's the last one. Playing leaves and uh, do some pumpkin spice stuff. Everybody likes it. We can make fun of it all we want, but everybody likes it. I've never had it, so I wouldn't know. I don't want to fall into that. Satan's kind of a trap. I fell into the iced coffee trap this summer. See, I did, and that's why I drink coffee now. But yeah. I don't uh, the, uh, the pumpkin spice thing. I don't can't, know if I ever fall into it. Can I too try it? Yeah, I've never actually really tried it either. So, well, yeah. So go do cool stuff. Have fun. We'll see you later. Bye.